is the 77 WABC minicast. Everybody talking about this over-the-top decision against President Trump in the civil case. And, John, you, you hit it on the head earlier where you were like, they're going after him civilly uh, with a civil death penalty business-wise. And now Bragg is trying to tee up, of course, his case on the hush money case with a criminal death penalty, if you will. And joining us now is Andy McCarthy, uh, the assistant, a former assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. And Andy, how how could anybody, I mean, it's it's such an exorbitant amount of money. Explain how this works, because uh, Trump would have, what, 30 days to post it? Yeah, and it's more complicated than that, Rita, because remember the second E. Jean Carroll case, the jury, the jury came in on January 26th. So he's up against his 30-day deadline federally to appeal on that one, and he'd have to post the money plus interest. Yeah, that's 83, right? 83 million. And he had to buy from the first one, right? like 90 in the end because he's got to post it with uh, – with interest, he doesn't have to have like liquid assets, but he's got to, you know, if he gets a bond, he's going to have to put up some money for the bond, and then he's going to have to secure it with property. So his money is going to, his money and property are going to be tied up. And I think one of the things that we haven't paid enough attention to, you know, you're talking about eighty-three point three million there, the original five million from last year, this uh, ridiculous three hundred and fifty-five million. Um, you know, this guy is a business guy. He's got like, you know, going real estate business where he's got, you know, big number payments on loans that are coming due even this year. Um, it, it's going to make it very hard, even if you ignore the other restrictions that Engeron imposed in connection with this verdict, just the sheer dollar figure is going to make it very difficult for him to do business. Yeah, it's incredible. Judge Weinberg. Andy, as I uh, as I read the decision, as I've read your articles, your analysis, what I have to tell you is, as a former Supreme Court justice in, in Manhattan, I am totally outraged by this because I believe that statute is unconstitutional. I think it was a political prosecution. There was no injury. There was no damages. No damages posted and the restrictions on him doing business are draconian. And now, because of the requirements of New York state law, you're chilling his ability to appeal. Isn't this the most outrageous thing you've ever heard? Well, it's the second most outrageous thing. You know, we haven't talked about Alvin Bragg's criminal case. Well, that's kind of, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks, Andy. But talk, talk about this one. On this, in terms of a civil case on a bad statute, which is clearly unconstitutional because there's no injury on a fraud case, and everybody was made whole, and they said they'd do business with him again. How did this... My former colleague in the Supreme Court and Gorin, how does he have the audacity to do this, which is a death sentence, as you've pointed out? Yeah, well, I think what happened here is they took a statute, which, as I understand it, is really meant for like consumer fraud situations where, you know, you would have somebody who was persistently defrauding customers, but nobody is involved in any one transaction that would be worth suing over. That, that sort of thing, almost like a, a, a class action type analog. And it doesn't apply in, to two things which go to your points, Judge, I think. One is it doesn't apply to a situation where you have sophisticated financial actors on both sides um, who are going to do their due diligence. You know, uh, Deutsche Bank is not going to take 
Donald Trump's word for it about what his assets are worth. They're going to do their own uh, study. The other thing is the penalties here, as you point out, are so draconian to impose them under circumstances where it's a fraud case, but you don't have to prove fraudulent intent. You don't have to prove a victim. You don't get a jury trial. Uh, With that kind of substantive and due process, uh, uh, I think, defects in this statute, at least in this context, I think he's at least got a shot on appeal with respect to that count. The bigger problem he has, of course, is there's six other, I I call them counts because I'm the criminal law guy, right? But causes of action. Andrew, this is very, very nice, but it's typical BS. On page one, uh, the big headline, Trump is X, Y, Z. Then when they when they want to forgive him, on page 39 in small print, oh, <laughs> right. uh, Trump is not guilty. John, uh, John I'm, I'm, uh, I've caught my breath again because I thought you brought me on for typical BS. <laughs> I'm glad you're talking about Engeron. But, you know, look, I, I, I think you're, you're right. You're dealing with a judge here. Not just a judge, but a system that was really unabashed in its um, vindictiveness and and partisan, uh, really a, a vendetta against Trump. Uh, the attorney general uh, said she was going to bring this case before she even knew what a case was to bring. It's it's very Soviet to say, you know, elect me to office and I'll use the power of the office against this guy who's our political enemy. And this is why I just think that. This transcends Trump. I don't know. Uh, you, John, you know this better than I do because you're a, a big, big business guy in New York. I don't know who the hell would do business in New York if these are the circumstances. Well, we talked about it with Alan Dershowitz before, and we talked about it with a few other people. And it, it's a lot of people are scared. They say, why do we need this? What did the Jewish guy say? Why do we need this source? Yeah. You know, Andy, this is a big problem is it's precedent now. If this if this case stands on appeal, it's precedent. And it's clearly political persecution and prosecution. And it's like a Me Too movement. Now, you got Al- Alvin Bragg coming on. Me Too. He wants to, he wants to prosecute. Everyone wants to right. prosecute. All the Democrats want to prosecute him just so that you he doesn't what? run for president. The, 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 That's everybody's running. Disgusting. Who's going to be yeah. attorney general if there's a Democratic procedure? 100 uh, Well, and you know the thing that on the Alvin Bragg case, this is, he says, okay, a clerical error. Even if you look at all the issues that are in the Alvin Bragg case, the first time you're ever going to go after a former president in American history, put him in a criminal trial, that's what it is, is going to be over the issue that Alvin Bragg is talking about with Stormy Daniels? It's are you kidding me? It's a disgrace. Yeah, Andy, on. I mean, what a mockery. Yeah, I think my my colleague at National Review, uh, Dan McLaughlin, I think tartly describes the case as, you know, Trump basically lied to his checkbook. But like in any normal prosecutor's office, if this was a crime at all, and it would only be brought if it was brought against other people equally, this would be a one transaction misdemeanor falsification of business records. Exactly right. And he carved it into 34 felony counts that this guy could be sentenced to over a century of imprisonment over. I mean, it's astonishing. It is astonishing. It's a shame.
it's a shame and it's it's obvious to almost everybody that has a fair uh, mind a college no not a college education at least a high school education it's obvious i'd say you know a, what this uh, is? elementary school no. student would no, figure it out no you know no you know what this is this is racism against uh, people that do not have an education well, and you know, it, it's every American, John, said, every American should be concerned. Racism against people that don't have an education. Well, and fair-minded people and educated people see it for what it is. It, it is it's shameful. Andy thank, McCarthy, Andy, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. And thank Andy, you. you never give us BS. I, I just want to clear that Let up. Let the record right? be clear. <laughs> for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.